0: Welcome, 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 welcome. You are most welcome to the Dreamer Girl podcast. My name is Grimmie Sola. I am your host and I am so grateful that you tuned in. This is going to be lit. On want To the Dreamer Girl Podcast. So that was an interesting intro because this is the annual love episode of the Dreamer Girl Podcast. Yes, welcome. This is episode 55, To Be Loved. And yes, it's a thing the annual love episode of the Dreamer Girl Podcast. So for the iterations of the podcast, for every iteration of the podcast, I try to record one or two episodes about love, dating, relationships, butterflies, all that good stuff. In Usually the first or the only of such episodes comes up around valentine's day so around february 14. i think this is the first time that it's been on february 14th so happy valentine's day <laughs> i don't know why i'm so excited i'm so i'm grinning so much i love those songs like all those old songs like they're so sweet the voices are amazing but they just they just make me happy you know at last my loves, come along. And someone's like, mm, "This one, you are smiling this much. Is there juice? There's no juice here. But I'm glad that I look like someone that's been loved well. Because, you know, they say, look, you know, we'll get to that. But before we go into this episode, like what we're going to talk about on this episode, how are you doing? You know, I promised I was going to ask this on every episode. How are you doing? What did you learn last week? What stood out to you last week? What were your most dominant thoughts last week? You know, what clues have you noticed since the start of the year? How have you grown this year? These are things that we can just let sleep by, but they're so important to really sit back and think about and reflect about so that you can intentionally grow, so that you can use your clues, so you can maximize your lessons and not just repeat the same mistakes, the the same cycles over and over again. So that's it. That's the first part that I don't ever want to forget. How are you doing? How was your week? What did you learn? Note it down. Now to this episode, what are we talking about? Again, happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you're being loved well. I hope that someone is showing you TLC. I hope that someone is taking care of you. I hope that somebody is... I (laughs) hope someone is tottering your tummy, you know? (laughs) And I hope that you're doing that for someone else too. And I don't just mean this in like the romantic sense of your special person. We all need to be loved. We all want to feel loved. You know, we want to be fully known and fully accepted. Well, maybe not fully, fully, but you know, appreciated and valued and loved. So, you know, reach out to people around you. Really take note of the relationships in your life and appreciate the people in your life and show them love. And then beyond your own inner circle, right? Go beyond that and just... And spread love just spread love to the world <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited I'm so pumped I'm in a great place thank you Lord so that's i still on the intro no let's move on so what are we going to talk about today on the podcast and I guess I'm just going to start from there from the to be loved that part because like I was saying many of us if not all of us want to feel loved want to know that we are loved and I think there are a lot of people in seasons like this on days like this just rush out to go and find somebody to let them feel loved give them some form of wholeness and it's so important to realize that no relationship no romantic relationship is going to give you the wholeness that you seek and this is a topic that i'm so glad i'm starting on and i really like talking about because the more that you spend time with god the more you spend time with god the more you get to know jesus it just changes the way you show up in life. It just, like knowing that kind of love, that nature of love, that fully known, fully accepted kind of love, it shifts everything. It changes everything. And I was thinking, like, a couple of weeks back, actually, really randomly, I was thinking about the people that are sort of the poster children, the the faces of, you know, body positivity, self-confidence, wholeness. As I'm saying this, I'm thinking about one artist in particular, and. She's just a beautiful person, just a beautiful lady. and I, I admire her and all of that. But many of these people aren't necessarily people of faith. And, and so when you listen to the things that they suggest for building confidence and all of that, they're nice things, but they're not things that last every time. They're not things that last that show up, that quote every time. And know there, there are even people that it's even worse that, that the things that they say that you shouldn't build your confidence on you kind of know that that's what they've built their confidence on. So they are validated now and so they are confident. And it's not to shame them for it's for it's just it's just what it is. And you listen to all these people and some people actually are very honest and they they really don't have the answers and they are upfront about that. But as you listen to all these people and you see them, you realize that it just made me think it made me think. No, you realize it made me think that, you know, we should be shining brighter as Christians. I feel that the most confident the most excited the most exciting people in the world the people that have so so much joy the people that are so whole that it's like uh, why what what is there to make you so excited every time what is there to make you smile every time why are you so confident though i feel like those people should be people that understand not not understand as not get the whole thing but people that have come are coming to know the love of god people that are in the faith, people that know Jesus. And I could talk about that non-stop, but I just thought that was a good place to start. And so that wholeness, you need to find that. Find that. Don't put that on anybody else because nobody can live up to that. Nobody can help you feel that. And, and this is something I always talk about generally on these love episodes. And I think I talk about it every time, actually. The fact that I truly believe that you can be completely whole nothing lacking nothing missing without somebody else like being your partner your relation in your relationship with somebody else i truly believe that you can be completely whole without a romantic relationship because again my worldview is christian my worldview is the word of god my worldview is what jesus said what jesus lived and you look at jesus he never got married right and he was one of all righteousness right to feel all righteousness you think about that and you realize that he, he didn't get he didn't get married. There's no marriage in heaven. Like if it was the be or the end or of if like something that yeah, you must do, then I like the entire first Corinthians seven will be written differently. So this just makes me feel like you can be completely whole single. And I really enjoy talking to my parents and having conversations with them because we can go scripture for scripture, like really edifying conversations. And I like taking them up on this kind of topic because we go scripture for scripture on different topics, actually. Just really thinking about the things that are traditions versus truths or versus what has to be. So that's the first thing I just want to say. And I'm going to continually say it. You do not need a relationship to be completely whole. That said, if you feel called to a relationship and you want to be married and all of that, it's beautiful it's a great thing to be to be in love and to find the partner and you know sometimes we give romantic comedies and romantic novels a bad rap because like it's not true but i feel like there's always truth in art like there's a level of truth in art it's like the things that we desire sometimes you just put them on a script you put the things that you hope for the things you wish had happened you put it down in a story because there's something in us that longs for that kind of acceptance that longs for that kind of love and it's so great that We can find that in Jesus. The second theory to say is about information and get information, but be careful and be discerning when you get information about relationships. I think that a lot of us, we go into these things blind, and there's no reason to do that. But as I'm saying that, I'm also realizing that there's a lot of content about relationships in the world because it's a very fascinating field. A lot of people are interested. And the sad thing is that it's easy to listen to different comments and opinions and perspectives that are often conflicting and so even though you're searching for information please know the sources that you go to and again if you have if you're a person of faith and you have the holy spirit talk to me about these things but do not be ignorant going into a relationship do not be ignorant um learning about the things that people deal with in relationships like study these things like learn these things because beyond just the knowledge of like knowing what to do in these situations there's also the conditioning that comes from reading this kind of information like seasons times and seasons are so important and love whatever season you're in but particularly remember a season in my life where i was reading a lot about like marriage and dating and being a woman after god's heart and i didn't know it at the time but now looking back i was so relationship ready in quotes like i was invested in the idea i really wanted to build something with somebody i was so committed to it just because of the information I was taking in, like I didn't even realize it at the time. And so, one thing is that if you're in a relationship, as you're going about your life and your pursuits, also be learning because it helps to condition you to really be present for this relationship that you're in. Because it's so, it can be so cruel to be in a relationship with somebody and be absent. It's not fair. It's just not fair. So that's the second thing. The third thing, and the fascinating one, thing that I've been so fascinated by recently is this idea of the individual before the relationship. I could do an entire episode on everything I've touched on this on this episode so far. Actually, I could do a whole episode on each, but knowing yourself fully, I was this past week, I was looking through the Enneagram and I, like I knew already, like I'm an Enneagram, my Enneagram is one. And honestly, if you know me, I had to either be a one or a three, to be honest, but I was looking through the information and it's just beautiful when you're able to put language to the way that you act. So, so many of us don't really understand the way we act, the way we treat people, the things that we say, what it sounds like, why we are acting certain ways. And so you get into a relationship and you start learning about yourself within the relationship. And then the person, your partner is trying to like have this conversation with you, but you're not helping because one, maybe you don't even know that you do these things or two, you've never actually reflected on where these things come from. Why do I act this way? How do people feel when I act this way? And so, personality tests and like if you don't take them i think you should right you can always take them and say i don't agree this is not true and move on but for me personally all of them have been pretty accurate you know they have been ways so i'm like i cancel that in the name of jesus the holy spirit is working on me the holy spirit is working on me that's not true and you know i moved on but many of them have been pretty accurate and they've given me language to actually think through the things i do the way i am without jesus like my proclivity the things i have propensities for like those things you learn that these things help you learn that as you discover yourself so that's self-awareness i don't think you will completely know yourself before getting the relationship like how long do you have to wait you know but i think there should be a level of self-awareness a level of self-awareness is needed before you can combine your life with somebody else's and just think about that in seasons like this before you start feeling oh you know i'm alone think about all the other things that you could be doing now this this season what it could mean for you the things that you could learn about yourself in this season to prepare you for your dream romance your dream marriage and again going back to this idea of marriage and building a partnership i know i talk a lot about how you can't be content without it. And I strongly believe that. But again, if you feel called, marriage is a beautiful thing. Like, it's awesome. Like, even though there's no marriage in heaven, Jesus never got married, Apostle Paul never got married. But you understand the depth of marriage when you realize that it's supposed to serve as sort of a portrayal of Christ and the church. And so it's it's not just anything. It's a very important institution. It's a very powerful institution to have your person in the world and i know you know there are different pictures sometimes dysfunctional pictures of marriage but i want you to also think about building your perspective particularly if that's something that you want like don't just say oh i want to be married because you're supposed to be married because that's what culture teaches or because you think it might be cool because of what you've seen on tv but really identify what you're looking for in marriage, like why you feel called to it, what you want to achieve, what you hope to achieve. Like what's your purpose before going into marriage and what's your purpose now as you think of building a life with somebody. There's so much power, there's so much power in marriage. Wow. And reflect on that as you think about relationships. Don't just think about the the superficial, the, the surface things. Think about the deep things the deep things about a union with somebody else. Just just think about it, you know? Like, imagine what you want. Like, start painting pictures of what you want. Start painting pictures of what your married life you hope it would look like. The kind of partnership you want. The kind of trust you want. The kind of openness you want. The kind of vulnerability you want. And then start growing into that person. Like I always say, growing into that person. But also believing, particularly if you're a person of faith, praying for those things and really committing to those things. And don't just settle. Yes. That's another thing that I almost forgot to say. Because marriage is not a criterion or prerequisite for wholeness, you don't need to settle. You don't need to just go out and find somebody. This is you're able to really champion what you want to see, like really say, no, this is what the Bible says about marriage. This is the picture that's painted from like Christ and the church. This is what the things I'm reading and learning, the 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 appropriate things I'm reading and learning. The I define things I'm reading and learning. This is what they're saying. And so this is what I want. So I will not settle for anything else. Like I could talk about love from different dimensions. And honestly, I could go back to the, the mushy side of things and the butterflies. But I find it really helpful to talk about these deep critical things that sometimes we omit in our joy and gladness to be with somebody. And so I could go on and on as always. But you know let's cut it short here. And we'll pick it up next week. So this has been Grimsela on the Jima Girl Podcast. As always... Thank you for tuning in. Till next week, keep going after your dreams. Love the life you have, build the life you want. Again, happy Valentine's Day! Bye!